Hi, everybody. We're finally back in the foxhole. <laughs> yes, us, we are. It took us some time to get this out, and I apologize, but we were in vacation mode, and uh, we are gone for three weeks and came back and had a week of jet lag. Then we had illnesses. Then we had to go back to work and brought us to here. So here we are. We're finally back in the saddle. We're good to go. Okay, so we had great intentions to you know, broadcast from Thailand and um, record more than we did because what we found is that we were in full vacation mode and we just not get around to doing anything we intentionally wanted to do. We just did a lot of nothing. (laughs) It was very nice. Mid-30s, lounging. But then, you know, the times that we went to record, then we'd get hijacked by the kids or just something happened and we just... too windy. (laughs) Weren't left alone. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so we try. We did two different recording times, and we'll play that at the end of the show. And we'll have. Um, I'll just gonna splice it together, just kind of the highlights of those different two conversations. And you'll see, like we tried to um, do it ourselves, but we did. The girls did find their way into it, and we couldn't avoid it. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. So they, anyways, want, they wanted to be part of the show. They did. Um, but I mean, when you do travel, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have to be to Thailand. It doesn't have to be with kids. But you notice some things when you're away, right? So I just made it like a quick list of things that, ten things that I noticed from being away or things that happened to us while we were gone. Yes. Should we tell people our itinerary for the three weeks and then roll into? But what we did is we went from Vancouver um, through Hong Kong to Bangkok and spent a few days there, and then we flew over to um, Koh Samui. And yep. we spent the rest of the time there. So, yeah, just the 10 things quickly. Um, number one, the garbage. And I know it's not just Thailand, but oh, such a shame. These most beautiful places. And it was more in the public beach areas, right? But it, I know and it's, a lot of it is like washed off fishing boats. And a lot of it is like just plain litter. There was a lot of litter. But there was also a lot of litter on the side of roads, too. Well, that's the thing. But like... Can I donate garbage cans? Like, how long do we go for entire days without seeing a garbage can? Days. I remember actually putting garbage in our backpack because there was no garbage bags or anywhere to put. And you felt guilty putting it down. You're like, oh, got to hang on to well, it. Well, you can't. You just can't contribute. But, I mean, yeah. you're on these beautiful beaches and there's just stuff bobbing in the water. And you're thinking, what? No. No, yeah. no, no. I want to fix this. Well, we remember when you and I were in uh, Indonesia, the same thing. So it was it was very disappointing that we saw it in Thailand. Well, as I mean, well. just in talking to people, they said a lot of it's from because there's so much fishing there and so many people living on the water there that a lot of it's like washed off the boats. Yeah. Or people littering from boats and then it's just washed in. Mm-hmm. Right. But and you're right though. But like in the, especially like you know the party areas of Chewang Beach and stuff, there's just no garbage cans and there's just stuff everywhere. There was there was a lot. But yeah, and another t- another thing, and this just isn't Thailand, but this is in flying like. There's service animals on plane, like honestly. Mm-hmm. And I know it's always like people go, what if I like, what if I'm allergic to dogs? But really, what if you were like nobody, there's no disclaimer going, I'm good with dogs. And yet there's dogs everywhere. I don't think anyone actually asks, do they? No. Well, do you ask? Nope. I'm not allergic, so I don't think I would. No, but, but on your, like when you're working, have you ever worked like they don't? No one asks. They just, the CSAs at the front counter just book them on and that's it. Yeah, but like. 
I don't know. It just seems so bizarre. Like it seems so one-sided. And then how about there's like service monkeys and fish and birds. Yeah, it's, there's, there's a line that needs to be drawn. I think that's a little crazy. I know. And then like, what if my, like, what if I had an allergy or I had an anxiety about birds and that like, can't that outweigh your anxiety over flying? Like, what if you walked on with a parrot and I went freaking nuts because I was definitely afraid of parrots. Like, what? Like, then what do they do? Can I bring my pet spider on? It's just so bizarre. I'm sure. I'm sure. If you saw a spider, oh you'd, you'd well, be done. Well, I would done. lose it. Yeah, I'd be bananas. <laughs> you'd be done. Um. So, yeah. Oh, and then on our plane, the grossest thing was, oh, my God. Like, I had, like, looks of sympathy from my whole family because right behind me was a phlegm coffer. Oh my god! Uh, remember, it was like this wet, sickly. It's making me gag I just talking know. about it. Like she it was had, awful. She wasn't wearing a mask, and she coughed, coughed, coughed like so much that she had a handkerchief to catch it, and she um, just coughed incessantly. I wanted to turn around and choke her out for hours. Yeah. So you're across the aisle with Scarlett, watching your movies, sawing logs. I Thank got my goodness mom. for noise canceling headsets. I got my mom asleep, and then I'm stuck with Maeve in the phlegm coffer. Like honestly, if I could have <laughs> killed somebody oh. or been anywhere else, I probably would have. But I was like trapped in the window seat with the phlegm coffer and Maeve yep. while the three of you were sleeping. There's different from a four hour trip to Toronto or five hour trip to Toronto to what were we ten and a half hours on that plane back <sighs> from uh, Bangkok or and Hong Kong. Then the Kong. best thing is, it's like you know. What was it, 11 hours? Yeah. Probably nine of that is like quiet time and because we left at midnight, quiet and dark. Yep. Last two hours, they like light it up to serve food. Turnover. That's when she's sleeping. I yeah, know. Timing was awful. Honestly, woman. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, so number four. How the heck did families travel before our iPads or entertainment things on planes? I have no idea. We were 14 hours going there, and that's a long time on a plane, and you can't put 14 hours of entertainment on an iPad. Well, like, before kids can read, or, I mean, that's a lot of reading for anybody, right? Like, but, like, wow, like, the luxury of that. I can't imagine doing without it now. Yeah, and the the shows they had on Cafe were amazing. They had a lot of shows. Well, yeah, maybe I can just skip to another one I had, is that, I mean, it's so good that I did have some quiet time. You know, Maeve wasn't sleeping. At least no. she would watch something too. So yeah. being that quiet with headsets, it's funny. Like the screens are not, the screens are not very big, but I think because it's so quiet, you're so close to them. You get, you're super engaged. Yeah. Like you're in it, yeah. right? Probably more attention I pay than if I'm watching it at home. Yeah. So I saw some good movies actually. I saw The Edge of Seventeen, Lion, Trespass Against Us, Bleed for This. And the Rebellion Star Wars movie. Like, I liked all those. There's some great movies on there. Lion was fantastic. Um, all of them are trespassed, trespassed Against Us. Bleed for This. And that was a true story, Bleed for This. I, I never knew it. And I was like, I'd into never heard that. of it. That was great. Yeah, it's about this boxing um, comeback. And uh, I didn't realize it was a true story. It was excellent. Um, yeah, and then we both watched that other one that we didn't really love so much. I can't remember which one it was. We watched so many movies. Yes, let me come back to me before the end of our show here. It's the one with Warren Beatty where he's like Howard Hughes. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's it's a pass. Um. Anyways, and so, oh, another thing. His number five was the people that jump up as soon as the plane lands. Their seatbelts off and up. 
right? Jockeying for position. Oh, it makes me mental. Like, <laughs> especially if you're on the aisle and the someone's butt's in your face and you got nowhere to go and they're standing there and you're like, okay, A, I step, this is my spot. So get back to your aisle of your seat. Yeah. Oh, it makes There's me nuts. 300 people ahead of you folks. There's no rush. Yeah. Guess what? Plane's going to open the same time as everybody, like forever, all of us. Yeah. And when you're on a flight like that, everybody's going the same baggage carousel. Like, I don't know where you think you're going. And everyone waited for bags. Like, it just makes you insane. Yeah. Everybody's bum rushing to get off. And it's like, yeah, I understand. Like, if you want to just stand up, then stand up in front of your own seat. You can't go in front of my seat. Mm-hmm. Get out of my face. The best way, when people were getting on, they would actually position their bags a bin or two ahead of them. Which was nice, because as they walked down the alley, they grabbed their bags. But then there was people that were supposed to sit there and put their bags, ended up having to put them back. Remember, the flight attendant yes. was having to jockey back to get bags, and it was just... Wouldn't you be that happy place awful. in aisle 10 when your bag's back at 40? You'd be yeah, thrilled. That was, yeah, those people some, were not happy. No. I know you just see all this when you're on so early. When they let you on first, you just see all this craziness Folks, coming if on. if you have kids, travel with kids. It was fantastic. We went through bypass security lineups because we had kids we got to check in at the first class counter because yeah, we, we, we got to take all of our water with us <laughs> we had kids scissors for one two three almost four or five flights before someone took them i know and the funniest we had our water everywhere except when we go back to vancouver and that guy took it and i said seriously yeah guy in vancouver right, i'm like we've been traveling it. yeah it was <laughs> it was not even an argument after that <laughs> oh my god Oh, funny thing about like sleeping on the plane is it was kind of horrifying because of the people that were awake. I was just embarrassed, but I was <laughs> killing myself laughing because like Maeve is so loud. She is a loud talker. And she's even louder when she has head- headphones on. Yeah. And so she was like cuddling with me and she's laying on me and then out of the blue, loud over headphones. She says, I was laying on your boobies, mommy. And when I was a baby, I had yogurt from your boobies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yogurt. <laughs> And it was said very loudly. It was oh, so funny. Oh, my God. I'm like, Maeve. And then later, my headset is orange. Um, and so just out of the blue, she'll say, I love your orange ear muffins. Mommy, I love your orange ear muffins. And then when people start laughing, it's like. <laughs> oh, she is entertainment. That's for sure. Oh, my God. But yes, loud. But um, like, what about like that when we landed in Vancouver? When we're coming back, um, they had canceled a flight and then the flight was late. And then we finally got on. And then what'd they say about the plane? That there was an engine problem or? Uh, yeah, we're supposed home. to be on the last 11.55 flight back, which didn't leave till 2.30 in the morning. And then when we all got loaded on, they couldn't start an engine. So they had to call maintenance. And the plane was full. And maintenance came. And then the captain kept telling people that... Uh, he had tried twice to start the engines. If he tried a third time, he would have had to wait 30 or 45 minutes to, for the starter to cool down, which is a limitation of the plane. So then maintenance showed up, and then they finally got the right engine running with the door open so maintenance could come in and out. And that's when uh, a number, where are we here? It was, uh, I think we were in row eight or nine. There was a young lady and her mom, and she remember she walked on with a trophy? And she started freaking out that the other engine wasn't running, but she thought that the plane was going to take off. She was wigging out. It was the craziest thing. And the bad thing was, is I think her mom worked for the company for Air Canada. I was like, what? Are you, why do you? It was 
Yeah. Remember, she wouldn't sit down. She wouldn't put her seatbelt on. She said, we're going to crash. I went off this plane. I went off this plane. She was crying. <laughs> she was full out freaking out. Oh, yeah. She needed, yeah. She needed cooler jets. I know. And it's just funny because with you being a pilot, you're just being like, oh, my. Like, you really think that those pilots would fly if they thought that they might die? I almost got up and right, had to like, go down on one knee and tell her to relax. But but the bad thing was is the flight attendant was not even engaging with her, which is not usual. So I don't know if she was tired or what, but. We did get home. I think we ended up walking in our door at 4 in the morning, which is 6 p.m. the next day in uh, Thailand. So I know, it's just such a surreal thing. Yeah. But um, something about that, too, with, like, May, like the jet lag when we came back, it was a bit brutal. Like, you and I were a bit messed up, but we kind of yeah. got on better. And Scarlett, I think, because she went right back to school, that she was just genuinely tired from school that she kind of caught up real quick. Like her jet lag didn't seem bad at all. No, she was a two, three days to adjust. I think. Yeah. But it, I mean, she didn't get up in the middle of the night or anything like maybe stay up real late, but that's about it. But Maeve was just all over the shop, but maybe cause she still naps and things like she, her nap would be like way too long. And then we, you know, struggle to wake her up. And then at nighttime she'd be all messed up. And she, she was, was buggered up. She was getting up at like two or three in the morning every night for like four wide nights. awake. So then about the fifth night, I was exhausted and I, Owen was away and I'm trying to put her to bed and I, you know, put her to bed and then I was watching TV and she got up and I put her back around 1030 at night and I'm like, okay, good. I guess she's back. Maybe that we're getting more normal here. So I went back to, I went to sleep and I was out cause I'm probably so tired and I didn't hear anything, <laughs> but like around four o'clock in the morning, I wake up with her crying and I yeah, come out and I trip over the kite that is strung down the hallway, like our whole kite, Mm-mm. all the string, everything, a whole kite down our hallway. And then I find her in Scarlett's room. She's crying. Scarlett's asleep. I have no idea how, but she had all of her little jewelry box out, all the hair stuff out. Her hair is bright pink because she got Scarlett's pink hair mascara. Oh, so the whole thing's pink. And um, she's crying just because she, you know, dropped something or tripped or something. No big deal. But so I take her out of Scarlett's room. I go down. And I realize, oh my gosh, every light in the house is on. There's Shopkins all over the dining room table. There's Cheerios on the floor. The cereal's out. The snack cupboard's open. Like I'm thinking, I think she was out for like party. hours. Well, she must have been. It just meandered. Like I can't believe she was in Scarlett's room and didn't wake Scarlett up yeah. and got the the hair pink hair streaky dye, and I'm probably numerous other things. Then was. Playing with a kite in the living room. I'm surprised she didn't have the TV on, like to be honest. We need chains on our doors. Like, how does she not walk outside, thankfully? Yeah, thank goodness. Well, she likes eating that one, so I don't, she, <laughs> she don't think she she'd wander far from the kitchen. <laughs> or at least from the snack drawer. Oh, my God. Like, I laughed, but I was like, oh, my God. So many things could have gone wrong. Like, I can't. It was horrifying. Yeah, I was. Uh, when you told me that, I was like, oh, we got to get her straightened out pretty quick. And it's funny. And just like that fast than she was like that was like the worst and then it was and then it was better yeah right she's been pretty good although she still likes getting up at 5 30 in the morning <laughs> that's normal for her but yeah and i guess the only last thing i noticed is like a lot of times here or you know in canada or north america things are kind of like very apologetic and you know nobody wants to offend anybody and you want to kind of make everything okay but you really realize when you're in other parts of the world, the non-apologetic ways that things are just the way they are. Yeah. Like they just are that way. And you just 
get along with it or, or you can't come. Yeah. And it was kind of refreshing. You're just like, okay. Yeah, well, for instance, that remember the when we were flying out there, we had the flight that had the quick, tight connection. Yes. And we ended up getting rushed by, by the runner, which you'll talk about, uh, to the next flight. And we were surprised. And they ended up holding it for another 45 minutes after we got on the flight because we were waiting for more people. And the captain just came on and said, folks, we're holding it for a flight, which was, I think, our flight. And uh, then everyone got on, and then they ended up, had a bag on board, one too many bags. So they had to send the guys down in the baggage hold to get a bag, and no one complained. They only made one announcement, and as soon as it was out, they closed the door, and off we went, and there was no complaints, which here you would have heard people mumbling and, and ticked off, nuts. and they would have gone nuts, and it was no big deal. But I, just like how that ground crew, when we got stickered, like if you haven't read the blog, or I think we talk about it later and when we were um, recording there, it was just so funny because they were like, who's going to Bangkok? And then you put your hand up and they just smack a sticker on you and you can't even read it fast enough as they say, follow me. And then you're like, oh my God, that, don't lose her because like you got to She's holding a sign up in the air. It's like Pikachu and you say, you follow me and she does not turn around. You have to keep an eye on her. Yeah. Like you hustle. And then... It's just so funny, like that SWAT team with the thermometers, like they came out of nowhere. Like I'm not exaggerating, like you're running again, like running to not lose your girl. And then these people came out of nowhere, like dressed like security people with thermometers that zapped the girl's foreheads. And we're like, what the hell is that? And the girls didn't know, like it wasn't even like enough to, it was a for bit them to cry. No, it was quick. And then you realize like, oh my God, did they just take their temperature? Yeah. And then you just kind of keep going. Like nobody asks if you that if that's okay, and you just keep going, and then you think, oh my god, like what? Like if they had a fever, what would have happened? Did they yep. just swoop you up that fast and put you in a bin? You're quarantined. <laughs> like <laughs> you're going in the bin for seventy two hours. <laughs> it's just so weird. We were like, but we just rolled with it. Yep. Like I think we were we were tired by that. Yeah, just go 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 go. Anyways, so yeah, that's about it. I mean, I just wanted to sum up because we didn't get to record as much as we can. Yes. Um, and I have a couple really exciting interviews coming up. So there's like going to be three more episodes quite quickly yep. here, um, which are really great. Some local businesses in town that I think everybody will really find uh, engaging. So I will, um, let's just hit it. So this let's is, hit it. This is from two different times on our trip. Um, and yeah, you hear one is windy, one's inside. Um, and that's all. We were going for the ambiance. It, <laughs> it was a little windy that day, but it's good. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Hi, we're broadcasting from Thailand, as promised. Swati ka. <laughs> Swati ka. Uh, we flew into Bangkok. Um, we did the 14 hours with our daughters and my mom, thank God. Thank God. Um, as you mentioned before, our daughters are three and five. And oh, what do you think? How do you think that went? All in all, I give it an eight out of ten. Mm -hmm. I was very impressed. It's so funny. Like, I mean, I post some and I'll blog about it, but um, you'll see what I planned and brought with us. And thankfully, I had my new bag that I convinced you that I actually needed, but did hold all (laughs) the requirements that we needed. And we didn't even go through it all. Like, thankfully, we had more than they used. The bag was big enough that we thought we lost your cell phone. Yes, it was. Yes, right. I was convinced I left it on Cathay Pacific and we were (laughs) full panic stations until we dumped out the bag. But yeah, so the flight was 14 hours. Uh, Maeve, our three-year-old, only slept for about five of that. Had a couple freak outs until she got cuddly again, and then that was it. That was the most eventful thing. But was, we were like, 
But how panicked were we when they announced that we were going to be 35 minutes late coming into Hong Kong and we only had a 50-minute turnaround? I won't lie, I freaked out a bit. Yeah, you did freak out. Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody that knows Owen will know that he's a bit of a drama. Oh, I'm not. not You're a bit dramatic. But I did not want to wait two hours at the airport yeah. for another flight. Yeah. So, but how impressive was that airport or the ground crew for Cathay? They oh had my runners. Gosh. As soon as you got off the plane, they were holding up signs for the flights and where you were going and then put stickers on us. Yeah, you so were we were tagged number. and begged and who you're going with yeah. and you follow them. They were and awesome. They hold, it's like being in a, knowing you're in Victoria and you see all the tours going through town and they're holding up the, uh, uh, the big sign where they're holding up the Hello Kitty, and that's the sign for the tour. They had that for the flight, and you just had to follow that person. And they didn't walk. They were, like, on a full-on... No, you had to keep up. That was your job to keep sprint. up. And we had Maeve in a... Stroller. In a stroller. I was freaking out because uh, Jenna and her mom were just kind of strolling along, and I'm like, let's go! Yeah. yeah. And ridiculous. then we got on the plane, and they said they were holding the plane for us. Yeah, so then other people were annoyed with us, but we were happy days that we made it, so whatever. And we were on the new A350. Oh my god, what a fancy plane. A350-900. And for you, those of you that know I'm a pilot, we geeked out a little bit. It was nice. It's brand new. But it was like the type of plane that you take to Mexico, right? Like that size? No, no, bigger. It's huge. It's bigger than the 777. Is it? It's bigger. Yeah, it's Oh, yeah, huge. I guess. Yeah, you're right. It was nice. But it was just so like, oh, my God, I hope that some of the charters or something get these because they were so nice. The bathrooms were big. They had lots of room at the seats. Well, they had like the touch screens that were like 15 big. inch. They were huge. And yeah, I mean, just the amount of things readily available and the services that were warranted. I mean, wait, some of the pictures. I mean, they brought out, um, you know, Haagen-Dazs ice cream for everybody and then they then a snack lady was going up and down. You could have endless snacks and endless alcohol, any drink you wanted. Like, the service was phenomenal. It was, yeah, it was awesome. And, I mean, we're in economy, and that's what the service was. So that's pretty impressive. So then we got to Bangkok, and we arrived at, what time? Like 10, 10 11 at night? Uh, 10, 11 at night, Bangkok time, yeah. Yeah, and we're 14 hours ahead, and the girls were kind of okay. They were pretty good. Yeah, I as you know, they were really good. Um, but we stayed at this place called the Ascot in Sathorn. Sathorn. Yep. Sathorn, um, kind of right in the city of Bangkok. And it was in the hubbub, but it had a gorgeous uh, pool, a nice pool deck. And it was a two-bedroom suite. Yep. And, I mean, I was thinking we could live here. It was huge. Like, had another storage room, had a whole laundry room, had a kitchen that I would totally live with. It was so nice. And such a bargain, and we got that one on, um, what did we get? Hotelscombined.com? Uh, I think it was Hotelscombined. I have to look that one up. Yeah, I think it was Hotelscombined.com, and I got awesome flight price on Flighthub.com. So I don't know if... No, you got a phenomenal price. Yes, so I got five of us to Bangkok on Cathay uh, for, what, 4200 46 with tax with from taxes. Victoria. From Victoria, Victoria. Vancouver, Hong Kong, back Bangkok return. Yeah, on an awesome it airline. It was just so great. Um, yeah, so anyways, I totally would recommend those services because what we got, there was no mix-ups. There was all the transfers. The rooms were awesome. The flights were great. If you ever go to Bangkok, just take a taxi. The taxi service in Bangkok at 10 o'clock at night, you walked outside, you touched a screen whether you wanted a car or a van, it spat out a number, 
and you walked to that number and the vehicle was waiting for you and it was extremely reasonable yeah the driver just took her ticket and said all right don't don't book a don't book a vehicle before you leave you probably don't need a hotel shuttle or anything no i think we i think it was 2500 baht which is about 85 dollars and we got a cab for transfers on the motorway for about 450 450 baht so it was it was over half price and the driver was excellent he was so good that we got his number and we took him on the way back from Bangkok, uh, from downtown to the airport to come to Sunumi. But like in Bangkok, it's so like so fun to take a tuk-tuk and our daughter Scarlett loved it. Every day wanted to take a tuk-tuk, but they are almost exactly double because they're for the tourists. You can go all around uh, like Bangkok for a dollar, a couple bucks. Yeah, it's cheap. Like it was crazy so. the, how cheap the cabs were. But yeah, so doing that and then after a few days there, um, we decided to get doing some stuff so we went on a boat cruise there's a big like the river that goes through bangkok they have um like kind of a shuttle service people use it for compute uh commuting and we went on the tourist site so what happens is you can go down um and then they stop at all the temples and the palace for the royal family and anything you want to see and if you want to see they say just get back at the back of the boat and if somebody's at the back of the boat they stop and if nobody's there they just keep going and you can go down the river. It was like a three-hour like tour, and I think it cost us like seven dollars each. Yeah, it was cheap. It was really 150 cheap. baht each. Scarlett was half price, and Maeve was free. Yeah, so we stopped at the Temple of the Dawn, which was amazing. But it was so hot; it was about 38 degrees, and we just melted. Yeah, like we got a popsicle, and I split it in half for the girls, and they could only <laughs> eat half of it. It just poured down their hands. It was. Only in half because it disappeared. Oh, God, it, melted. it just was like all over their hands more than they could get it in their mouth. It was crazy. But then we went um, to the Temple of the Golden Buddha, which is amazing. It is like made of solid gold. I can't remember how many pounds it was. It was huge. It's five tons. They think around like the 1700s, it was cast in, or they covered it in stucco to hide it from people stealing it right because who wouldn't want that much gold this is the one in bangkok yeah, yeah. so they they stuccoed it like crazy and then when they were like moving it as recent as 1955 a rope broke it smacked the ground a stucco chipped off and they were like oh gold underneath so they unearthed this 5.5 ton gold buddha well they found a key too well yeah so that's the in the stucco they find the key that takes part in nine pieces that smoothly fit together. So how ingenious is that built in the fort? They think it's like 1403, like that's nuts. Yes, ingenious. Oh my God, it was beautiful. So yeah, so you go up and it was so hot and we hump these stairs and we go up there and then there's a monk um, there and you can line up to be blessed. And so we, we did that and so you go through and you're on your, your knees and you shuffle through and then he ties a rope around your or a string around your wrist um, and then you bow and then he has like bamboo um, reeds I guess that he puts in water and then like flicks you with the holy water blesses you bless you right so he did all five of us um, and then Maeve so funny later we were all looking at our little bracelets that he tied on us and Ray <laughs> Maeve said and I quote the man baby got my hair wet <laughs> we laugh we're like the the man baby? The man baby got my hair wet. 
Because you'll see the photos, you'll have a good laugh. That was the three-year-old review oh of the goodness. entire thing. Yeah, and now we've, we've over in Samui went to another um, big Buddha Wat called the Big Buddha uh, Monastery, and sure enough, we saw a monk and <laughs> Maeve kept saying, "What was she saying?" With the, oh, the man baby. The man where, baby. Where, where's the man baby? Where'd the man baby go? Oh, it was priceless. It was funny. I know. And so Scarlett's in on the joke. And it's, I mean, we, we mean no disrespect, of course, but no. it's just so funny that I guess just based on the robe somehow looks like a baby to her. But anyways, it's quite hilarious. But I mean, back and forth between both places, we saw amazing things. We went to, you know, as many temples as we could. We took tons of pictures. Um, trying to drag around kids because as you know like if it was just Owen and I we could flip here and there and everywhere but with kids you have to time everything and then based on like how hot it is they didn't go to everything we left them with my mom when they needed to and yesterday we took a snorkel tour to uh, Koi Tao and oh forgive me what's it called Nago Nago oh boy I'll find it it's beautiful it was great it was an hour and a half trip to Koi Tao and we had a blast. Neguan. I'm gonna find it Neguan. as we're talking, but it was great. Um, beautiful, but it, yeah, it's, it's a resort island, absolutely stunning, and um, more like of those islands that were used for the beach movie. It was very much like that, and it, it was so interesting to know like people actually wanna, you know, really are trying to preserve it. You're not allowed to use towels or beach mats or anything. Um, you're not allowed to bring plastic on the island. Like they search your bags before you're going on. The island's small enough you can just walk around it. Like it's a tiny little thing. But um, I found the name. Oh, what is it? Ko Nang Yan. Nangyan. That was the other one. After oh my we went God, to close some movie and had a snorkel time there. Then we had lunch, which was fantastic. Right in Koi Tao, and then went over to Ko Nang Yan which was fantastic, it was really nice. But wasn't it funny that you're just like, so they have these signs about, like you have to wash your feet in and off the island and then you recollect the sand, they don't wanna lose any sand on this beautiful island and so they have signs everywhere going, no beach towels because you know they pick up sand and they lose this much every year, no beach mats because they're even worse, blah, blah, blah. And then right under the sign, there's this a-hole on a beach mat. And you're like, <laughs> Yeah. You, didn't, you, <laughs> didn't you scramble for your camera? To take I, a photo I tried, but it's like, I don't know if he was on to me because then he was gone. And I'm like, how can you sit underneath the sign that says, don't do it? Like, don't use a towel. You're that much of an a hole. I mean, it's oh. not like you don't know English because there was a photo displaying exactly what not to do. A photo, and there was about five different languages on a sign. Oh my God. Yeah. Just people are assholes. But yes, anyway, so that was a huge adventure. But it's just so funny because you meet, like, it's just a surreal moment when you're traveling and you're on a boat and you're sitting in like a crowd and everybody's from a different part of the world. Yeah. And I think that's probably my favorite part about traveling because people are from parts of the world that we don't ever even think about living in Victoria. No, we started off on the boat on the way there with people from South Africa, people from Switzerland, Switzerland people from England, uh, people from well, Switzerland that spoke Italian. They were Australians, a great couple. of course. But then there yeah. was lots of Middle Eastern people. We had no idea where they were from. Yeah. And lots of Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people. It was, uh, it was a pretty interesting trip. Great people watching, that's for sure. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, that was good. But it's just so funny. You go on the, those long days, and then we come back, and we're super sunburned, completely exhausted. And, you know, thank God for Travel Grammy. Because she minded the girls all day, um, 
and when we came back, they were, of course, happy to see us. <laughs> we're just like, oh, my God, we just want to go to bed. And may I say, if you have the chance to take a travel Grammy with you on a trip and you have young kids, it's a lifesaver. It's yeah. very good. Yeah, pay a nanny or bring a Grammy. <laughs> yeah. Pay a nanny or bring a Grammy. <laughs> That's going to be our slogan. <laughs> and then we rented a scooter, and it has been the best we actually even took scarlet out on the scooter i know people would say like what are you doing taking your kid on there but oh my god just absolute joy and a memory that she will never forget like yep. just it, crazy that she was just ripping around on a scooter scarlet was ripping around between my legs sitting up front and then jenna was on the back the funny thing is is that's the standard we enjoyed the lazy pool days and here are the staff and all the thai people have been nothing but gracious and lovely and it's just so funny that one of our daughters is blonde because she is like a walking god around here <laughs> they take photos of Maeve more than I've seen anyone and you, you you kind of look at each other and go are they taking photos of your daughter and by the time you realize it it's too late it's already done yeah it's like snipers there's like video of her everywhere but like and then as we pass but like people just touch her hair and pet her well I found it's out so that it's peculiar. good luck well, yes, but like, yeah, they just all, like, people just want to touch her hair. Well, how about the lady in Bangkok when uh, the street market, you guys were in the 7-Eleven grabbing yes. some drinks. I come out of the 7-Eleven and I had my back turned for one lady second. Touching, the, lady swept, the lady swept Maeve up in her arms and was walking up, looked at me with a big smile on her face and was like she went, hit the lottery and was walking towards the 7-Eleven door to uh, greet you as you came out. Yes, and this really nice lady, <laughs> but I was alarmed going, why do you have my kid? It was funny. And she was like petting her like she was like a dog and then gave her back. But it was just so okay. Well, we had that lady outside of that mall, Siam Mall, I think it was, yeah. taking photos of her continuously. Yeah. And we're like, is she really taking photos of Maeve? And, well, Scarlet was with her as well. But It's just so weird that it's just like if you, like Scarlet is the showboat and she's no, like used to getting most of the attention and then here it's just been flipped and it's just based on her blonde hair yeah. right and it's not sitting well with scarlet she's no. a little bit pissed off she's very pissed off <laughs> she's actually been giving us a bit of attitude this trip because yeah. she's a little ticked off that she's not the center of attention oh yeah both of them like talk about kids so like um scarlet somebody at school apparently boys boys at camp tell everybody that how it's cool how you can pee outside and so here we are at a villa, and we're sitting outside, and Scarlett has to go to the washroom, and she wants to go pee in the bushes. And then we said, where's that come from? She said, well, so-and-so does this at school. So then guess who starts peeing outside? Maeve, because Scarlett told her that is the cool thing to do. Monkey see, It's like, oh, my God, do. nobody, no, nobody pees outside. Stop. No. Stop peeing outside. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, so... So thank you, boys, at Willow's Kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, so if any of you mothers know that your boys are peeing at kindergarten in the bushes, please ask them to stop. It has not gone over well in Samui. <laughs> so weird. Oh, my God. You know who you are. <laughs> she looks like a crime scene. <laughs> yeah. She has, it does not matter what you put on her. We've put on mosquito strips, What'd mozzie strips. Yeah, I know you hate that word. Say it again? No, I'm not going to say it. Mozzie strips. Mosquitoes. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Um, they have, but yeah, this lady in the supermarket accosted us and said, oh, basically, like, what are you doing to your baby? Because she's covered in bites. And she told us Tiger Balm. And we were like, Tiger Balm? Like, because everybody kind of is familiar with that for, I think, like muscle aches and things. And she said, no, 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 you put it on Tiger Balm, Tiger Balm. She started yelling at us, Tiger Balm. So we bought some and they're not bothering her at all like I think it takes the itch out and they seem to be like healing up pretty quick but it's just so funny like we would have never thought of Tiger Bomb no never. and um, 
it's horrifying to see like these are like welts that she's getting from a mosquito and they don't bother her at all no and they're different mozzies i will call them as we have at home they're very small and you don't hear them per se you know when you're sleeping in a sleeping bag and you hear that yeah, you but can't hear you can't hear them here they're silent runners but yeah but we keep joking that we're gonna get the dengue fever but and rocky had do you remember what was in his mouth he had tusks, didn't he? Those yeah, are pretty tusks. cool. Yeah, beautiful. Like, big big ivory got, tusks. I got up here. Mm-hmm. All right, like here. Yeah, they were cool. And he, what was your name? Who'd you have? Ella. Ella. Um, uh, Ella. Ella, yeah. Ella. Yeah, it was lovely. And all in, I mean, it was just, I, we heard some were not so nice to the elephants. And so we did our homework. We found this one, and they only do it for 30 minutes at a time. So it's not that intrusive or, um, you know, these ones are just treated so nicely. And, and then afterwards they were able to feed bananas to the elephants, right? Did you like doing that? Yeah. And then we asked Scarlett, what's her favorite? Because we love going to the marinas and feeding the seals, the frozen fish. Or yeah. do you like feeding bananas to elephants in Thailand? And what is your favorite? My favorite's both because because they're both so cute. Oh, they are so cute. You can't really lose, right? Yeah, because I don't, I don't really like otters, but I like seals. Because otters are Who did you see at the temple? Who did you see at the temple? The monkey. The who? The monkey. The monk baby. The monk baby. That we would call him now? And what did he do when we went in the temple and we got blessed? What did he do? What did he do? Pour some water on my on my head. Did he? Did you like it? And him just put some on my shorts. On your shorts too? And then what did he put on your wrist? A necklace. A necklace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and timetable like oh god, just being away and just being barefoot and just not having a schedule and going to bed when you wake want and waking up whenever like there's no alarm clocks, no time like we have no idea what time it is ever and that's such a luxury. It's very nice. And what are you after in the market? A fan because they're beautiful and I don't care which color I'm gonna de- get. Nice. Wow, could you get what you get and you don't get upset? Not a girl. All right. Well, I think we should get ready to go, guys. I think so. I think we're good. It's time Next. to go. I know. I feel like we're so like mellow and slow. <laughs> Scarlet's flopping on my lap. Owen looks half asleep. Maeve's off with Grammy. It's like, oh, right. A little bit slow paced. But we'll be back at it. Back at it. Back we'll at it. Back at it. Although we would like to stay for a couple more weeks. Won't I lie to you. One hundred and nine. Bees, do you want to go? You want to go home? No, I want to stay for one hundred years. One hundred years. <laughs> now it's time for our wrap up. Let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Cheers, and remember, you can find us online at westcoastwifestyle.com, West Coast Wifestyle on Facebook, or you can contact us at westcoastwifestyle at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at wcwifestyle. Thanks again. A la prochaine.